This is AutoLine Daily, the show that's dedicated to all the people who are enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. While the United Auto Workers Union is getting ready for next year's contract negotiations with GM, Ford, and Stellantis, it's already preparing for a potential strike. Yesterday, the union raised the strike pay to $400 a week. That's up from $275. And that's how much each worker will get paid if they go on strike. And it isn't much. It works out to about $10 an hour. The union has $826 million in its strike fund. The union also removed a rule that prevented workers from collecting strike pay if they're receiving unemployment benefits. So, striking members can collect unemployment on top of their strike pay. Five automakers are putting their muscle behind California's effort to reinstate its ability to set its own vehicle emission standards. Ford, Volkswagen, Honda, Volvo, and BMW filed a motion in court to back the EPA's decision to restore California's emissions authority, which was revoked during the Trump administration. In March, the EPA reversed the Trump decision, but last month, a group of 17 states filed a challenge to that ruling. But 17 other states have adopted California's tailpipe emission standards, and 15 of them are on board with its zero emission vehicle requirements. Fisker dropped some more details about its pair electric crossover and released this teaser image of the interior. It doesn't show much, but the company says the interior, and I quote here, will offer a new level of storage for its segment. And it's been designed to give, and I quote here again, a commanding view when driving. The company says it has 3,200 reservations for the model, which has a starting price below $30,000. The pair is offered with two battery packs, with the larger one having 310 miles of range. The pair will be fully revealed in the second half of 2023, and then it's going to go into production at Foxconn's plant in Lordstown, Ohio, in 2024. There are a few key reasons to start a business in Michigan. First of all, it's the talent. Second, Michigan is wired for winning. Third, the ecosystem here is really focused on supporting businesses in the market. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Honda's coming out with an all-new version of the HRV, which is the compact crossover in its lineup, and it's built on the same platform as the Civic. It gets all-new styling, a longer wheelbase, and a bigger 2-liter engine that generates 158 horsepower and 138 pound-feet of torque. That's up by 17 horsepower at 11 foot-pounds. Base price for a front-wheel drive version in the U.S. is just under $25,000, while all-wheel drive is about $26,400. A fully loaded version just tops 30 grand. The front-drive version is rated at 28 miles to the gallon, while all-wheel drive comes in at 27. And you're going to start seeing these HRVs pretty soon because they're being shipped to dealers 
as we speak. Cupra, which is the high-performance brand of the Spanish automaker Seat, which in turn is part of the VW group, is aiming to sell 500,000 vehicles a year, and it's going to introduce three new electrified vehicles by 2025. The first is the Terramar, a plug-in hybrid SUV, which will have 100 kilometers or 62 miles of electric range. ICE versions of the model will also be available, and it's going to be made at an Audi plant in Hungary. The next model is the Tavascan, which will launch in 2024. Cupra didn't share many details about it, but says it will retain design elements from the concept that it showed in 2021. And lastly is the Urban Rebel, an all-electric small hatchback that's built on VW's MEB small platform. It features a 166-kilowatt electric motor and has a 0 to 100 kilometers an hour time of 6.9 seconds. The range is 440 kilometers, that's about 273 miles. The Urban Rebel launches in 2025, and it's going to be built in Spain. But despite all that work going on at Cupra, the Volkswagen Group is essentially going to throw out all the development work it's already done on electric cars. Say goodbye to the MEB architecture, which is used on VW's EVs. You could also say goodbye to the PPE platform, or Premium Platform Electric, which is used by Audi and Porsche. Instead, say hello to the SSP, or Scalable Systems Platform. It's a skateboard design that's going to be used on every single EV from every single brand from the group. That includes VW, Porsche, Audi, Seat, Skoda, Lamborghini, and Scout. Talk about scale. Over its lifetime, VW expects to build 40 million electric vehicles off this platform. It's all part of VW's Trinity program, which is supposed to help VW catch up to Tesla. Herbert Dees, CEO of the VW Group, says that by co-locating engineers and having them collaborate more, it's going to slash new product development time from 54 months down to 40 months. But those vehicles will be built around a new electronic architecture that's coming out of VW's Cariad project. It's designed to handle 200 million lines of code, which is twice what the current MEB platform can handle. It all sounds pretty exciting, but the first cars to come out of this new PD process will not be out until 2025. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. been a long time coming, but it's finally here. Toyota finally got around to redesigning the Sequoia SUV, which has not changed since it came out in 2008. The big news is it gets the same hybrid powertrain that's offered in the Tundra pickup truck. That includes a 3.4-liter twin-turbo V6 that kicks out 437 horsepower and 583 pound-feet of torque, and it's mated to a 10-speed automatic. Toyota says it will get similar fuel economy to the Tundra, which gets 22 miles per gallon with rear drive and 20 with all-wheel drive. 
The Sequoia is a full-size three-row SUV that can tow 9,500 pounds, and it comes standard with a locking rear differential and a multi-link rear suspension. It's built on the same platform as the Tundra and the Land Cruiser. The rear-drive version tips the scales at about 5,800 pounds, while the all-wheel-drive version weighs just over 6,000 pounds. There are five different trim levels, starting with the SR5, which has a base price just under $59,800, and it tops out with the Capstone 4x4 at $79,800. A beefier-looking off-road model, the TRD Pro, which is only available as a 4x4, costs about $78,400. All of them come with Toyota's latest suite of safety equipment, what it calls Toyota Safety Sense 2.0. Some other notable features include a third row that slides forward or back for more legroom for passengers or more cargo space in the back. And the cargo area can be configured in different ways to accommodate different types of cargo. Last year, Toyota only sold 8,000 Sequoias, compared to 48,000 Chevrolet Suburbans and 82,000 Ford Expeditions. But Toyota thinks it can triple the sales of the Sequoia largely because it has such a large owner base that's been waiting for the new one. We'll find out if that's really the case later this fall, which is when the Sequoia will go on sale. Last Friday, Acura dropped off the new Integra for me to test drive. I was supposed to have it for a week, but it didn't even last until the end of the day. That night, while I was doing about 70 miles an hour on the highway, a deer leaped out of the dark right in front of my car. I slammed on the brakes as fast as I could, but it was too late. There was no avoiding it. The impact killed the deer instantly, and it tore up the front end of the car pretty good. I was lucky it didn't come through the windshield. And that got me interested in how many accidents there are between cars and deer. I was shocked at what I found out. Stunned! Just in the state of Michigan, which is where I live, there are 51,000 crashes between cars and deer every year. 51,000! In fact, one out of every five car crashes in Michigan are with deer. On a national basis, there are 1.5 million car crashes every year with deer. I had no idea it's such a big problem. And I'm hoping that someone out there in the auto industry can figure out how to solve it. Maybe thermal cameras tied into automatic braking? I don't know. But there is a serious problem here that's just begging for a solution. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching AutoLine Daily. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.